Welcome to the Mission Advancement Podcast, where we attempt to address the stigmas around nonprofit fundraising through the lens of the power of relationships. Your mission is worth advancing, and we're here to help you fund your mission for good. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mission Advancement Podcast. This is Angel DeLeon, and I am joined today by one of our members of our team from Houston, Sarah Wise, back by popular demand. Sarah, how are you this morning? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm looking forward to this conversation uh, with you because today we're going to talk about showing our donors some love. How do we steward donors well? I think this is such an important thing for those of us that are involved in the world of development, and yet it's often neglected. And just to be clear, I want to define stewardship because often it's defined differently depending on who you're talking to. Uh, in some, you know, faith spaces, um, stewardship is just the act of giving. But we're looking at it from a broader standpoint. It's how do we steward donors and manage them well and, and honor them? So we're going to talk today about what are some of the reasons why we often overlook this important area of stewardship or of development, I mean. Uh, also, we want to look at what are some things that we can do given our limited time that most development professionals have. And then we're going to close with some, as we often do, creative ways of doing a better job of this. So, Sarah, why do you think that this is such a, an area that's neglected so often? Well, I think it's, it's an area that we neglect really because we're so goal-oriented goal um, and focused on the bottom line. Because, of course, as fundraisers, we're supposed to raise revenue first and foremost. So, obviously, we need to be focused on the front um, you know, goals. But I think we really need to remember that we have usually limited staff and resources, um, limited time, and our instinct is to get the money in. So, oftentimes, we're just focused on getting every donor in that we can, and moving on and, you know, continuing on that cycle with getting as many donors as we can to give and respond to our mission. But the problem is um, that we have an overall donor retention rate of 43% or so, um, which is horrible if you think about it. Less than half of our donors are coming back to us. Um, so we have a lot of work to do on improving that donor experience. I think one other thing that I would say is I think we often forget that, you know, just you mentioned the word stewardship, that we're often the stewards of their funds yes. and our organizations. And we really forget that sometimes, that, you know, when they give us a donation, it doesn't become the organization's money. It's still the donor's money that we are stewarding towards the mission. So I think if we can keep that in mind, that helps a lot of times with just that culture of thinking of, through, you know, taking care of the funds that we have in our hands. 43%, that's an interesting statistic. It's surprisingly low. Um, yes. What do you attribute that to? You know, I think that there's there's a lot of things. I don't think it's all because we are terrible at stewardship. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, donors like to take their funds in different, you know, to different organizations. So they may, you know, one year give to a certain organization and another year give to another. Um, you know, so it could be that, um, you're seeing, you know, people move their their money around to different causes that they're interested in. Mm -hmm. um, but I really think that a lot of it does have to do with the fact that we just don't thank our donors enough. Yeah. Um, and we don't 
really continue that relationship and we don't inform donors what is going on with their gift. Um, we're terrible at spreading the impact and telling them how their gift was used and and how their gift can be furthered with another donation. It's just um, we don't do a good job of that. So I do think a, a lot of it is up to us, but you know, some of it is also probably some other factors with donor behavior. Sure. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, as development professionals, our friends out there, you started with this, they're being measured often and evaluated by how much did you raise. But it is, exactly. an, it is an ominous thought to think that if you had 100 donors in a given year, that potentially close to 60 of them next year, you have to find a new yeah, according to that, it, it's not sustainable. Yeah, it's not sustainable. So it's obviously something that we need to do a better job of. Sure, sure. So let's talk a little bit about the metrics, because in, in our world, typically uh, development professionals, CEOs, executive directors are being measured on certain things when it comes to fundraising. One of those is growth. Certainly, how much more money did we raise this year over last year? How many new donors did we receive or engage this year? But there's a third one, and this is what you touched on earlier. It's that one of retention. When we talk about stewarding our donors well and showing them some love, it has to do about keeping them engaged with our respective missions, the things that we do that you know make a difference in this world. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think good retention means you're focusing more definitely on the relational aspects of fundraising rather than the transactional aspects mm. of fundraising. Um, so, and that's something that's really hard because so often we spend a lot of our time on the bottom of the donor pyramid, shall we say, you know, those donors that are feeding our pipeline, the event donors, the appeal donors, and those are all great donors and people we should pay attention to. But just like with relationship management of our major donors, we do need to spend more time um, on those donors that are coming back to us and the mid-level to higher level donors that have more of an impact on our mission with their gifts. Um, but we really do have to look at that relational fundraising aspect. How are we connecting donors to our mission and how are we doing that? And it's a much better ROI to retain a donor than to go out and get new donors. And so I don't know why we can't get that through our, our thick skills sometimes in this sector, but um, you know, it's just so much easier to do those touches. But I think another aspect of why we don't focus on stewardship as much is because I think sometimes these activities that are relational are sometimes considered fluff yes. to us development professionals. We like, I don't have time for that. I have to go out and, you know, meet the bottom line. And I think that's where we go wrong because the so-called fluff, which is really those relational touches and, and sharing our impact are actually those factors that keep donors coming back. Yeah, great point. And, you know, so often it's the tyranny of the urgent, right? Stewarding mm -hmm. a donor well can wait in our thinking so often. I'll get to that later or I'll get to that next week because I have this event happening in two days. And that becomes the all-consuming thing that we spend our time on where we could have, you know, to your point of ROI, we could have really magnified our investment of time if we had maybe spent a little more time with a donor. So it's a great point. And I know that as a practitioner, you did this really well. What are some things our friends out there can do to, to be more intentional around this whole idea of, donor stewardship? What are some ways that we can create that kind of culture 
within our organizations? Well, I think you just mentioned it right there. Creating a culture within your organization is the first start. Um, and a lot of people kind of scratch their heads and go, well, how does that help mm-hmm. us steward um, our, our donors? But if you're stewarding your colleagues well, um, and if you're creating that culture of philanthropy, it's going to make your job a whole lot easier as a development professional in sharing the impact of the mission. Um, so if you're getting to know those program folks who are on the front lines, if you are creating strong relationships, then it's not so much a, a drag on them to ask for their help. They're actually understanding why their help is so important mm-hmm. and involving them in celebrating those wins um, and sharing how their impact, how their help on a tour or their help on a call or a meeting really did manifest been a gift um, that helps our mission. So when we begin to really look at those relationships, I think that is huge. Um, and educating the whole the whole organization on what development does. I think so often in our in our um, agencies and organizations, we are so siloed yeah. um, in our different departments, and we're not talking to each other because we're so busy. Uh, again, we're often under resourced, understaffed. I get that, mm-hmm. but there are some intentional things we can do that don't take a lot of time that um, really are that intentional relationship building. Um, and creating a culture of accountability around stewardship is huge. So if we're going to have a create, you know, create a culture of accountability around portfolio management and talking about what's happening with these donors and what's the next step and how are we gonna get to that solicitation, we do need to also have a culture of accountability around our stewardship. And we have to have a stewardship matrix or a stewardship plan in our offices and then who owns it and right. who is actually bringing that up regularly in meetings to talk about how are these steps, are these steps getting done? You know, have we made those calls? Have we done these touches? Huge Because the stewardship, the stewardship matrix should be the bottom, bare bottom of the stewardship that we do at our organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we really need to, to think about how can we bring that forward? Um, intentionally um, and make make it accountable because we we do what we're measured. Um, so if we can start measuring those things, I think you'll probably start seeing more action around them. But I do think we also need to remember our boards and volunteers. So Angel, how would you involve them better in stewardship? Yeah, I love this because when I was a practitioner, I, this is one of the areas that was a a learning for me. I didn't go into it with the mindset of how do I properly invite our volunteers and leaders to engage in stewardship themselves. I I really saw it as that's just my job. But it was really enlightening and an aha moment when I realized these are some of the best donor stewards that are out there because they're peers. It's expected that paid staff would do this. But when a volunteer or a board member, let's say, does it, it's invaluable. And so I always started with our development committee. And these were folks that were giving of their time. They were board members. But I'll tell you what happened was when they began to see the power of thanking donors and acknowledging what donors did, it was remarkable the the paradigm shift that took place in their thinking. You know, I remember inviting uh, board members to a coffee or a lunch to say, we're going to sit down with this donor and not ask them for anything. We're just going to thank them. And it'd be really, really great and mean a lot to them if you as a board member said that as well. And it was so um, powerful to see the impact that that had. So there are ways to involve our volunteers in saying thank you that are very creative and simple, and they're meaningful. So I, I think it's really, really smart to kind of 
spread the love. If we're on that topic of, you know, showing <laughs> our donors some love, spread the love when it comes to stewarding our donors. Absolutely. I think there's so many ways. Um, and I think we often underuse our boards and volunteers um, in stewardship. And that's, you know, as you said, just one of the easiest ways to get them engaged in fundraising. Absolutely. You know, if we can give them some notes and say, listen, when you see uh, a donor or when we receive a gift, it'd be great if you just shot them a personal handwritten note. You know how powerful that is for a donor to get a, a note from a volunteer or from a board member? Uh, and again, sometimes that's delicate because, you know, they may not want to know that everybody knows how much they gave. That's not important. But just being able to do that has such a powerful effect. So, so Sarah, talk a little bit about um, some creative stewardship ideas, some things that we can do to help our friends out there do this easier and more effectively. The big thing is keep it simple. Um, I think sometimes just like with, you know, making calls to donors, we feel like we need to block a whole afternoon or a big chunk of our day and, and make it a complicated thing that we have to, you know, assign so much time to doing these tasks. And I think if we break it down into little pieces, first of all, it's going to make it a lot more approachable mm -hmm. and a lot easier for us to, to do this around the meetings and other tasks that we are um, bombarded with every day. Um, but I have a client, one client right now who does a great job of texting or emailing immediate thank you videos, um, you know, the day after they give. So, you know, she comes in, she kind of looks at who gave and will just give, make a 10 second or less video on her phone just saying, hey, I just got in and I saw you gave. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. We appreciate you. Very short, very organic, not scripted. Um, and she sends those usually to the the phone number that they've given, you know, for their online donation. So that she actually texts them most of the time. And um, those have been really, very well received for someone. You know, she's gotten a lot of responses where people say, hey, I've never had someone do that before. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so that's an easy, quick thing that you can do. Um, I had somebody one time years ago tell me about um, the two contacts a day rule. And I think you can apply this to stewardship. You can apply this to, to um, your portfolio management, too. But when you get to work or when you sign in, you know, pick up the phone or, you know, email or whatever it is, whatever form of communication you're doing, you know, call a donor and, and thank them. And then at the end of the day, when you're about to, to sign off or, you know, go home for the day, pick up the phone and call a different donor mm -hmm. and thank them. And so at least that day you've made two contacts. Um, and I know that seems, you know, just so simple and rudimentary, but it really is so helpful because we can get so bombarded with other things that take us away from the critical time in, mm -hmm. in, in contacting donors. Um, I've also seen, we were talking about involving boards and, and, volunteers in our uh, stewardship a lot of people go well we give them the notes to, to write but we never know if they do them or we're not sure if they really happen and um i i really recommend that you just have a break in your board meetings a five ten minute break and have them do calls or notes or thank yous um there and have everything ready for them and have it as simple as possible for them to just you know scratch off a quick note or make a quick phone call and that way, you know, it's done and it's done during the board meeting and, you know, then they can move on um, and you don't have to, you know, hassle them afterwards. Of, Did you do those calls? Did you do those cards um, that you can just do that in the middle of your board meeting? I think that might be the tip of the day. 
That's a, I love that idea. That's awesome. I know that I have a client or two that do that now, and it really makes all the difference in the world, getting them to do it. Because, of course, these people have limited time. They don't have you know time to, to follow up with that. Also, donorversary cards. Um, I have a client also that does these. And so when the anniversary of their donation you know comes up, they send a little card thanking them for it. And that's just such a great reminder um, and, uh, you know, in a soft prompt, um, to hopefully that they may want to give again. Um, so those have been very well received and they're very easy to do. Those are great <laughs> tips, Sarah. And as we wrap this up today, talking about showing your donors some love, what would you say are the takeaways? Like condense this to the, if anybody just listened to the last two minutes of this podcast today, what are the things you would share with them? Well, I think the biggest thing is to be, first of all, intentional with creating your culture of stewardship. And that starts with your internal staff. Mm -hmm. So figure out creative ways to steward your colleagues because um, that's going to help make your job and stewardship easy. Um, owning your stewardship plan and creating accountability around your activities, just like you do your solicitations. And I think that is really important. And then, Ultimately, with all these creative ideas, um, keep it simple and relational. A quick call or a photo or a thinking of you kind of communication really does make a difference. And so sometimes I think we make this so complex and just break it down into simple activities. And that can really help you make a, a dent in your stewardship plans. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So if we put ourselves in the place of the donor, how would I want someone to treat me as a donor? I think that answers a lot of those questions. You're the perfect person to talk about this, Sarah. You've done a great job over the years. And this has been a great conversation as we've talked about how to show our donors some love. So friends, get out there, work on this. It's important. You can do it. We're confident. We're here to help you if we can. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mission Advancement Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at missionadvancement.com for additional content. And never forget that your hard work and nonprofit is changing lives every day. Keep funding your missions for good. We'll see you next time.